Welcome to the Words Over Ice Show. Have a drink, whether glass mug or styrofoam. Get my best up to Ray, he's the right host. And Matt James on a sarcastic tightrope. Then there's Jason, full of opinions. Co-host with brains and the boldest intentions. Ali, that's the man making profits. Greg and Duke join us talking controversial topics. You know it get real in these interviews. We talk about it all when we bring a news. Rolling with the punches, a one-two combo. The Words Over Ice Show. Let's have a convo. Trip out because as you get older, you have less tolerance for the bullshit of the, one the games, two the the sly shit on the back end where you know you talk to certain people and then there's other people that are saying things and it gets back to you. Here, here. This is it. This is the age here now today. where your circle literally falls apart. <laughs> and fuck it, because a circle only needs like a couple, you know, points. Dude, the beauty of your 30s is is waking up one day and you're like, oh, wait a second. Like, I like how everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, I never gave a shit. Bitch, shut up. Yes, you did. Everyone gave a shit. You know what I mean? That's what high school is about. Some learn earlier than others. But, dude, like, I remember, like. Some never learn, dude. Literally on my to give a shit, me birthday, neither. <laughs> I mean, I always kind of operated like, fuck it. But now, like, internally, like, my heart just let go. On my 30th birthday and was like, I don't give a shit about any of these bitches or what they think. Like, you stay great, you're worth it. You don't stay, good luck in life, you know? Well, that's the thing is that you don't, you're not, you're no longer measuring your worth through somebody else's words or their eyes. Exactly. It's all well, within yourself. Well, codependency, buddy. And I'll say this, and I, I've always been called an anomaly. And if you ask my wife, she'll tell you the same. Like, I was taught as a, at a young age that I was the shit. So I never gave a fuck. Like I can honestly say that. And you can talk to anybody I was growing up with. I had a lot of enemies because I tell them you don't do shit for me. So fuck you. Wow. I like this. Yeah, and that's guy. a level that I eventually that's how I've always been. You have been like that. Dude, Jay has been an asshole since the very first moment that I ever met you. <laughs> you knew yeah, me. I did. Yeah, yeah. Our, 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 our first meeting was <laughs> That was part pleasant. of our meeting. Once He's again, like, I, I had no idea how to receive <laughs> exactly the like asshole <laughs> demeanor coming from Jason when I first initially met you. But it wasn't. It's a lot of assholes to a friend, but, don't you? Well, but here's the thing is, we're not assholes. We're self-preservationists, and we, we limit... You have to dictate who you give yourself to, who you give your fucking your, forthright exact and honest. Because look, Dude, we don't have these problems in New England. People are like, "I don't like you." You're like, "Great," and then everybody moves on. <laughs> politeness kind of gets into trouble, man. I was just talking with somebody from New England, so I was like, "Man, I like it over there. Everybody's talking shit." Like, yeah, you're more likely to get into a bar fight with somebody, but like. At least you know where you fucking stand. Like politeness can be a bad thing too, because then people don't, you know, they don't say what they mean, and right. they, you know, your nature is just to be yourself. So eventually, that shit's going to come leaking out eventually, right? In, in the form of talking shit when they're not around. Like we're all human. Everybody's like, I never talk shit, dude. Yes, you do. Like everybody, everybody does. A little shit, dude. But here's the cool part: is as long as you're honest with somebody, you'll make sure that your circle is is legit because yes. they're, they're not going to stick around and and to speak to your new england it's like i imagine if you go out there and you get into a fucking argument you got to take 12 paces turn and shoot with a fucking like handgun that's you know stuffed with a ball and care if you don't get hit in the back of the head on page four <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> exactly like these <laughs> rules don't apply anymore bitch. There, 
I'm fucking like, musket. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't running from a fight out there. Coming from a man who's been in more than ten bar fights in more than ten places, they, they don't run from anything out there. They're, they're I've been fun. in forty bar fights in two places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in the same fucking bar. And they still let me in. Exactly. Without you, we don't have a job. Because <laughs> I tip the waitresses. Exactly. Such is life, man, but not everyone learns from that shit, dude. You go through it, people fucking depend on other people for their happiness. Yeah, people that's fucking... dangerous, isn't it? Dude, like, that personality trait. To depend like, on somebody else to make you scary, happy. man, because yeah. you can become a chameleon real quick. Absolutely. Dude, I don't think it's just personality trait. Like, speaking from a man who's, like, gone through being single, being in long relationships, you forget yourself as a single person like a soul, soul, a single soul. And you kind of have to, like, for me, I had to, like, kind of get back to realizing, like, hey, fuck this dude. Like, what's my problem here? You know, like, as a single person? Well, you just yourself? I, no, I'm saying in a relationship, let me be a little bit more clear instead of just babble. Um, like, after getting out of a long relationship, like, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have the same identity that I did. You know, oh no, you lose who you are, right? Man. So it's like I had to kind of you become, re- I mean, you become re- part of someone else. Yeah, you kind of had to like refine the value and be like, oh yeah, dude, like wait a second, I'm fucking dope. Like, what was I thinking before? Like, every I, single friend yep. I have now, I fucking love, they're all great fucking people. I'm, I'm actually proud, I consider myself lucky in that regard because I actually do have more than a few really great friends. And I can't express how important so, that is enough to have a good group of core friends, like, which we all no, do, no, just me. Well, the, the narcissist of the group. Seal of approval right here. <laughs> no, but when you, go through, when you go through a lot of shit, and then also you have relationships when you're in a relationship, and you kind of disappear because you're focused on your, your intimate other, your, your partner, whatever the case may be, that relationship, and other people take a back seat, but they still stick around the same way. Mm-hmm. That weeds out other people, too. Because some people are in it for what you're giving them, and then they feel like you're not giving them anything anymore. You know, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's funny watching most of my friends are married now. And now my Mm -hmm. younger brother's married. And like watching what marriage does to people, uh, good and bad. Like some of my friends, there's two of my friends. uh, They were both, you know, friends of mine. We're all in the same group. And then they eventually got married. The dynamic Mm -hmm. hasn't really changed. But then there's like another buddy and dude it's hard to explain like sometimes you get your wife is like an enabler but you're not the smartest or you don't have the best ideas in the world but now mm. you got a cheering yeah. section for your <laughs> shitty fucking ideas and that gets you into fucking trouble because your homies seem to be like you're a douchebag stop you know like <laughs> you know your wife's like, no, but it's no, absolutely true smart. if you have an Everybody enabler loves you dude and they're like no dude they're gonna kill you you know like it's it's just weird how that team dynamic uh, right. Can go a hundred thousand different ways. It, it truly can. Marriage is not for the meek, man. Relationship. I can tell in you. I, I, I can tell you that. I can tell you this from my experience, though. It's made us both better people. That's awesome. And dude. Uh, and also, you know, we got our our daughter. So, and and she was there for me through a lot of family issues. Uh, speaking on what you said, when when you're in a relationship and you get into a routine and things start to. Uh, become the norm and you kind of forget who you are. And then when it's over and done with, like, you got to try to find yourself. That was like the last five years of um, the situation with my mother and her illness and whatnot is like, after it was all said and done, I've literally, I forgot myself. 
And now I'm finally like starting to find myself again. And it's almost been a year. Feels good. So I I, I, I get what you're saying. Whenever you sever something, a relationship, someone that you're really close with, it's more than by choice or not, you know? Yeah. But it's more than just ending a a relationship, right? You're ending, especially, especially it's a part of you, but especially with the significant other, someone who you thought you were were going to spend your life with. Yeah. Did you, you are not only severing that relationship, that bond, but you're also erasing what you thought your life was going to be, what your future was. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're having to come back to reality. Not only do you have to Damn. find yourself again, but now you have to come back to reality and realize that, Hey, like my life's going to be different than I thought it was for yeah, however man. long you were in that relationship you kind of yeah, for however like, long you knew that person. Yeah, And you kind of feel like maybe there, there's a little like feeling whether it's valid or not, they're like kind of let down. You're like, what, you know, it's, you can't dude, it's like, a, it's where did I go wrong? You, you know, also, yeah, it's it's a failing, it's a fail, right? A relationship. You're a piece of shit if you up. don't question your motives after that yeah, as well. Dude. You know, like you failed, right. like you didn't, you didn't reach the well, finish line. I, you failed. I hear early. that fail part because you know I don't say this often, but I sit daily and feel like I failed to keep her alive because I was supposed to keep her here, and there was nothing I could do, and that was like one of the most fucked up feelings. And that's what kept me like it's horrible, dude. I'm so sorry. It it, it kept me it, it like put me into a place that I've never been in before, where I doubted myself because I've never doubted myself. And she's mainly the one. Her my father did it too, but she was literally the one that was like, "You're the shit. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. The whole world's gonna tell you you ain't shit. No matter what you go through, remember you you're the shit." And to watch That's that person change. I was just going to say, it sounds right. like you had some pretty rock solid parents, dude. Like, I thank you, man. I, I did, man. And I, I still do because everything that they say or said is still here. That but is that, right. that's neither here nor there. You know, that's that's a different relationship. Parents are a different relationship than a relationship with a significant other or somebody else that you're coming into a bond with where you're dealing with what their parents taught them. Right. And what your parents taught you. That's now that's a mind fuck. Yeah, dude, you you really have to learn to be more open. Like, because you're just like, you mm-hmm. come into that, you're like, this is a fact, this is a fact, this is a fact, this is a fact. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. no, uh, this is a fact. And you can't just be like, well, fuck your facts. Like, you got to find, you know, you got to give, you got to take, you got to budge a little bit. You got to be willing to reimagine that shit. Like, there, there is, there's more than one right way to most things. And like, Yep. Yeah, dude, you have to be open-minded about all that shit. And just like going back to you when you said, Jay, like you said, I failed and you feel like you failed your mom, right? My, my initial reaction is to say, don't feel that way, right? But I've learned in all my fucking experiences, I've learned to never, never try to understand or, or say you understand well, you what a person's going through. Cause you just don't. Dude, I, I didn't know what even if, you, I'm here. even if you've been in a sim, even if you've been in a similar situation, you still don't know what that person's feeling. I agree. You know what yeah. I mean? So I hate when people say, I understand. They like, know you fucking don't. You, know what you I can say? give me advice if you want, but you don't understand. I, say, I know what it's like to suffer, man. So I, I feel for you on that. I'm like, I'm here for you. Like I, I've known suffering in my life. You know? Right. So, so I get it. I yeah, you just gotta be in the air, that's man. all I can do. You know, the cool yeah. part about it is, is as, as close as we were, she would tell me exactly what was going on. And I'd always tell her, I don't know how you do it. And also, I'm I'm a certain age where it's like, Ma, you did your job. This is no longer, right. you don't have kids you, anymore. You have kids, you but, raise a but good we're man, not you kids. Know? You know what I'm saying? Like, stop. thank you. you don't, I know, that's but, but that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, sure. Um, but what I'm getting at is more so, 
she explained it, but I still told her, I don't know what it's like to wake up from your sleep and you're yourself, but then you wake up again and you're what you're, you're, you're going through what you're dealing with. Cause she beat a situation again, bar and was back on her own living. And then the shit came back again through her other illness. And it, it you know, it, it, it speaks to the relationship of her and I, where I watched a like Superwoman, a rather wonder woman. That was her thing. She was wonder woman. Her name was Diana, Diana, whatever. Um, I watched her just turn into a different person. And then I told her like one day and my sister did too, because it wasn't just me. It was me and my older sister every day. I told her, I was like, look, man, just like I told dad, you got to do what you got to do because you've done your job. And mm-hmm. it worked out how it worked out, but it, it doesn't, I don't feel like I failed. I feel, I do feel like I failed. There's days I feel like I failed, but there's other days that I feel like, I had no clue how, how deep it was, you know? And that's a relationship thing because you could be with somebody else and not know shit about what they're going through. If your relationship isn't on par where you guys talk to each other and that's not even really a relationship. No, you, you know, have, it's you like have when to people, be able to communicate when people harbor shit. That's weird. <laughs> it's damaging too. That's kind of weird when it you harbor weird, shit and you don't dude. talk it is weird. when you don't talk. If you don't talk to each other, are you really in a relationship? Well, that's what I'm saying. You're just kind of hanging out. Like if it's a if it's like your significant other, like you're kind of just got to be like, okay, we're just hanging out and banging, which is (laughs) I like the hang, I like the bang, but we are not investing at all. Like you got to go to Easter, I got to go to your fucking house and deal with your weird aunt or whatnot. We are in this shit together, you know, like right. Right. It's that compromise, man. It's it's just like it, you, you, you people. I, I think that, you know, you'd be shocked to see how far you would go for somebody as long as you know that they respect your situation and are willing to be there for you. Like like there is no yes. bounds mm-hmm. to my loyalty and like what the mountains I'd be willing to move, the sacrifice I'd be willing to make if I thought that someone was going to like reciprocate that shit or just be like i don't judge you i love you anyway yeah just have your fucking back that's That's everything well it is everything but here's 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 why it's so hard though dude here's why it's so hard in this day and age and jay why you're why you guys have a good relationship is because you your mother raised a good man like you're good by yourself you know what i mean yeah you know that you're good by yourself you're strong by yourself your wife's the same so you get two people like that and you put them together now you have people who aren't insecure who don't need you to make them happy, but you know, you just, but you add value. That's the best foundation I've ever heard of, dude. Yeah. So, but, but what happens so often is you get these people who are looking for the other person who need a savior, right? Yes. I need you to make me happy. There are holes in my heart or holes in my heart. I mean, we all, I thought you said something. I have some holes that'll make you feel better. No, excuse me, man. I'm looking for some holes. I'm feeling kind of holes. I got holes. I got holes. I believe you're saying I was like, yo, I have holes in different area codes. You feel empty inside. You need somebody to make you feel whole. Like you're not happy with yourself. Yeah. And that's a big part of the going back to what we're talking about, breaking up. I've been guilty of that. And things like that. A big part of. Yeah, of course. We all so have, have a certain I, point. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is do you realize it? And we all, yeah, I've been guilty, but do you realize and make the same mistakes over and over? No, you got to realize at some point with it, if it's, you know, a severance of, you know, you're, you're losing a loved one or you're losing a significant other, you need to grieve and you yeah, need to properly you grieve and you need, need to, to heal yourself. You can't you need just to grieve. Jump. Dude, I, 
There was because a, all you're doing is you're slapping a fucking Band-Aid and some, someone or something, it could be drugs, it could dude, be a person, it's that, right? It's like That's that where substance abuse field, comes dude. into play. Like, I, I, I'll tell you right now. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I spent most of my, like, like, 20s, like, trying to convince myself that nothing in my childhood, like, ever affected me negatively. I'm like, nope, just, just that strong, just unscathed. Just totally. Yeah, and how did that yeah, work out for total you? Total bullshit. And it's like, like that that's like what I was saying before. Sunday. It's like when you go through like a healing process, you're gonna think you have your shit together. You're like, oh, I'm over it, and you're not. And that happens and multiple not, times. Not. Like, and that's yeah, okay, that's fine because there's right? layers to the game, you know. Like, and eventually, you really just kind of relax, and you're just like, you know what? Like, it's fine. Like. It's right, it, when you're at the point where you don't need, when you don't need exactly, when you're able to literally say, not one day, when you can sh- string together. A yeah, few no, months, it has to be say, more than an after. Right number. I think we all agree. Yeah. Where you're just like, I don't, I don't need validation from someone or I don't need right. this, you know, this drink or I don't need the, this hit of fucking heroin or whatever the fuck your, your oh, place is. Oh, great, man. Dark <laughs> place. It's Bro, what happens, dude. dude. It's what happens, right? People. people <laughs> people fill that void, dude. People fill the void with sex, yes, with relationships, yeah. with Marijuana. drugs, with alcohol. That's yeah, and it and and it becomes a never ending. You're fucking leading. Cycle, you're leading into what right? I was saying was, or temporary it, fucking bliss exactly. is what it is. What like what for you guys? Mm-hmm. We've all had breakups with. Okay, so everybody's been with somebody before, at least once or twice before you found whoever you're going to be with, and there's other people that are still going. Um, when you go through mm-hmm. like significant breakups. What what is your crutch? Like for me, it's always been music. Like my first real breakup that I thought I was in love, and I'm pretty. Stop being so healthy, Jason. You're making horrible basement dwelling. No, I'm not saying my but here's my fucking grieving things now. But here's no, but he's going to church. But I was young as shit, though. You know what I'm saying? So I was nothing but playing basketball. Music is a yeah. big one. And there's Music specific artists. Mine, mine there's specific like, artists. Mine have evolved over time. Though, that are part of oh, your shit. Now, after my mother, like, I drink, I, I started to drink like a fucking, like, yo, you couldn't get me drunk. I yeah. think as long as that doesn't last forever. No, I it doesn't, because I changed it already. Un, but I'm saying, I don't know that that's unhealthy. If you need to be, like, it's almost like it's masochism, but it's nearly harmless. You know what I mean? If you're like, I'm going to drink too much for three months, but I didn't get fired. I still go to work. Yeah, because now I'm putting the shit behind me. It doesn't. To me, that's okay. So, Matt, what? What's your? What was your crutch? Did I miss it? Did you say it in there? What's your crutch? Yeah, yeah. When? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yours. I'm saying mine, dude. There's. there's Hold on. Let me. Let me. Can I say this before? Please go. This was a death. This wasn't a relationship. This was like a the the finalization of my childhood was liquor and then now it's like you know been taken care of because I was always told you never let the drug do you you drew, you do the drug mm-hmm. you know xyz but continue uh I'm almost no, was, I almost read your fucking screen name, but go ahead, man. <laughs> you, you you can read my screen name, guy. That's why it's there. <laughs> anyway, so for me, like I mean, dude, my I had like an interesting childhood. We'll just leave it at that. So like I, I didn't have a lot of fucking healthy patterns. So I had to kind of put a lot of stuff together on my own. It's not like I did. My parents were terrible or didn't do anything, but like shit, shit was just weird. So I, I had to kind of figure out some shit on my own. Let me say this. You turned out well, man. 
Well, dude, I, I, give me I, too much credit, my friend. No, took, no, it took a I, while. It, it did. <laughs> I, I've I know, known Matt longer than you. I know, but I'm just like, no, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm just saying at this but point. I, am, I will say I'm proud of you. That's what I'm saying at this point. When I've gotten to know you, you're doing your thing, man. Bro, I'll tell you what, man. Like, I, I went through a lot of life, like, just being very damaged. Like, It'll do it to being you. aware <laughs> of it, dude, and feeling like I really wasn't good enough or really capable of anything. Like, and it, it sucked, dude. It, it was like a horrible underlying sadness that, like, I dealt with for many, many years, dude. And honestly, like, I remember the first time I smoked weed, dude, I was 13 years old. And I had never, like, that day, like, I looked at weed, I was like, this is it. Like, because <laughs> I was just, a, like, a fucking stressed out kid. And, like, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I could just ride my skateboard in the sunshine and, like, not care all day. And then as I got older and I kind of convinced myself, oh, I'm totally fine. It was just, it was weed. It was just partying, like, general partying. I was never, like, addicted to like any drugs. If I had a promise, I was probably weed, but like I would just party dude and not give a fuck. It was like general masochistic behavior and like girls, you know what I mean? Like I would look for that approval. And then like when I was younger, like I was a dick, like in return, which I really hate about myself that I was that way. But I mean, you know, it was just massive because I was just comfortable with people just being disappointed. And I was like, well, that's what I deserve, you know? And it, and it took me a long time to kind of mm-hmm. rebuild, kind of rack up some victories. I'm like, well, I need to accomplish some things on my own. Cause then I can look back and be proud of myself. Cause my history and my track record is what depresses me. So then brick by brick by brick, you know, and it's not like I'm this like rich success story now or anything. I'm just a dude, but like, I feel good. Like I know that I deserve happiness and sex success i don't need someone else to be happy like i know that like i know that i'm a good dude and i i want to be a good dude like if i see somebody pulled over on the other side of the, on the side of the road i fucking try to help them because that that's the kind of person i want to be like i respect people because that's the kind of person i want to be you know like and and that's it's holding yourself to that standard and keeping that promise to yourself for me that that really was the the big part of like the healing process so, I mean, but the, the thing about the thing about you is you figured it out. A lot of people don't figure that out. Right. They go through life and they keep doing others. They keep going, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever crutch you had, you know, I whether that be uh, a person coming in to your life and having them fill the void or continuing on, you know, drugs or whatever, people just continue to do it. And you never, I mean, you've taken the time to self-reflect time, to figure bro. out what's wrong. I mean, it's, yeah, dude, it's it made me more open-minded it, and very empathetic. Like when I see somebody struggling, it's like, I always, you know, wonder, I'm like, you know, maybe there's something deeper there. Like, why don't I just there. meet this person with compassion? You know? You've been there and you know yeah, that there's, absolutely. it's not just a situation of a person fucked up. There's underlying things and you've been there. Yeah. People aren't just shitty. There's a reason. Well, they're they're shitty, come on. Dude. Come on. Yeah. There are people that are just shitty. People, it ain't us. Yeah, it's not, shitty, it's not, bro, but something happened. I'm not justifying them. Like, no, it's, if you it's don't not, figure it out, you don't figure it out. It's but not like, the three people on this podcast. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, if we're not done <laughs> sucking each other's cocks here today. Circle jerk. Anyway, no, no. But, but seriously, though, there, there is a lot of people, like, to the point that you said, like, uh, my father would come home from work at uh, O'Hare late night from uh, United. Yo, my dad worked at O'Hare too, dude. Really? What'd your dad do? 
He did ramp service until he was diabetic, and then he did uh, mail carting. My old man was an air traffic controller. Oh, we'll see. He was on a whole different pay scale. Uh, <laughs> those dudes are fucking stressed <laughs> the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, dude, you're you're telling me. Let me tell you, the baggage handlers and the ramp guys, all less stressed out, dude. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, because they had a good-ass time. They were kicking it. The, the traffic work. control, you could literally kill, like, uh, 340 souls in an hour. You know, yeah. you just fuck it up and be like, yeah, y'all land at the same fucking place, whatever. And they just believe it. But back to what yeah. I was saying, like back, um, cause you were, then obviously you remember Irving Park used to go straight to the airport and there was all that stuff in Bensonville that was like older biz- businesses and housing and X, Y, Z. He came home one night, drove past this old lady that needed a tire change. And we live in Hanover Park at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's Bensonville to Hanover Park. He drives all the way out there. I'm like, fuck, 12, 13 gets me. Brings me all the way back out there, and he's like, "You're gonna change this lady's tire," and I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, from a kid, you're like, damn, what I fucking do?" Man? I was like, "Yo, you could have done this shit," and <laughs> he was like, to "No, teach you something." And he dude. did teach me. He was like, "Yo, you're going to see people in need because your ass is exceptionally fortunate. You're going wow. to come out here and help people." Your dad and, should write a book on parent. Your parents should write a book on parenting. I, I wish they could. They're both gone. You know, like I'm sorry to hear that. My man. dad was gone at 25. My mom just passed at 30. What? 38. So yeah, you know. But but here's the thing: is I don't feel sorry for myself because I got 20 times the parenting that most of my my friends that have parents that are still alive are given to their kids. Sounds about right. I got so much mm-hmm. from them, and God rest them because. They both got sick at the same time, and it is what it is. It, it showed me that I don't fuck with sweets. I don't fuck with candy. I don't fuck with any 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 uh, high fructose. I don't eat any of that shit because of him and her. Uh, I definitely don't trust the the, the medical system uh, no, for, for no. a goddamn second. Dude, do you realize uh, what a miracle it is that you've lost both parents and you're, you just didn't like you weren't just crushed by the way. Strong of that. man, dude. It takes a lot because to go I was that. involved in both of their. I, it's incredible. My, my, my sister and I, my oldest sister and I, and my middle sister as well, when she could. God bless her. She has her own condition that it's it's like a stress related situation that makes it so she can't. She if she deals with certain things, it will do something to her. So my older sister and I are like, uh, we both stay behind whatever. We sacrifice a certain amount of things. That's neither here nor there. Not even a sacrifice. We made a choice. It's just but yeah, you do, you do what you got to do, man. That, yeah, that's, and, a lot of people don't do what they But have. that's our parents. They made it so that we could live. They made it so that we could have food. They made it so we had a dope-ass house. When everybody would come by the house, they'd say we were the Huxtables. We had <laughs> oh, a, I missed that show. Yo, I'm dead-ass serious. <laughs> yeah. Two parents, three kids. A big ass house, a dog, X Y Z, and I can't. You know, I hung on with a bunch of the, like. When I was in high school, Robert Taylor Homes got shut down. They brought all those kids out to the the suburbs. Yeah, so I was hanging I out with a bunch of Batavia too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what it was. That's when kids they, start, people yeah. started getting murdered mm-hmm. in Batavia. <laughs> yeah, they found I'm two getting... bodies naked with gunshot wounds in their head, bro, fucking tied together on the train tracks. This kid was playing right. basketball. His name was Too Sweet. Oh shit! (laughs) I got arrested one time, and I was in the county clink with his dad for just being hammered or something. And his dad was in trouble for running a Craigslist uh, 
uh, escort ring. I was wow. like, this is crazy, dude. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I can remember getting my hair cut when I was on Kingsbury. Shout out uh, to Too Sweet. Yeah, shout out to Too Sweet. I hope you, uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But I'm, get, I'm getting my hair cut, and there's like four or five people that run by that I know. Then there's like eight or nine cops that run by that I know. Then there's a helicopter. It was a full-on raid in the burbs, but nobody talks about it. Yeah. But my parents kept me from that because when I was coming up, I was a basketball player, and they knew I was a baller. I wasn't like a ganger. You know, I wasn't gangbanger or nothing like that. Sure. And and also, mm-hmm. a couple of them knew my mother, and they were like, we're not, you know, fuck that. Because I told them, I don't care about y'all. My parents are going to kill me if I get caught up with your shit. Wow. And that's just my parents, you know? Like, I... So parenting is a huge part of everything. Parenting and basketball. I'll say this to tie it in. Parenting goes into how you, you perceive your relationships because you've watched a couple, your parents interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I've seen it go both ways though, man. I've seen, I've seen it go. Yeah. You're right. right. More, more, more often than not, more often than not. And I'm talking, talking about women in particular here. When there's a, when there's a. Don't take it personal. Ladies. (laughs) I'm talking about women in particular. No, honestly, honestly, no, because the two people I'm thinking of are two women, right? So, um, with the, with an absent with an absent father, right? So you you get an absent father more times than not that that girl's gonna need. She's gonna be she's gonna looking. Be dependent. She needs, Fatherlessness is she's gonna is be looking. She needs enemy of like that's one of the yeah. biggest problems for so many people. Like it's like just every, people in general. Father's a huge dude. The father's role. I mean, not to. Downplay. I mean, right, both roles are huge, but a father's a father role too, dude. is you need a father, dude. They just you just kind of set the tone of what I think a man should be. Right? Is just the so dude, women, dudes tend to leave more often, really. You know? Yeah, right. And then, but more often than not, you have the girl searching, right, in relationship after relationship, getting pregnant early. You know, just always on a dick hopping, for lack of a better fucking term. No, no, that's um, the best term. That's the term. But then I've seen, like, I know, I know some women who have been in that exact position, but have went the complete opposite way. Oh my God. They're very, very independent, very successful. Mm -hmm. I do too. I need a relationship. I one in particular right now. Yeah. And um, as am I, and I, when I spoke to this woman not too long ago, um, and I asked her, I'm like, how, how is it? And we talked about this very thing. And I'm like, how is it that you, you know, came out on this end when, when so many, the, the majority of women come out the other end. She said, well, it's a choice that you make, right? She's like, with anything you have, you have options. There's always options and it's up to you whether you let that control you or you find who you are and become a strong individual. She said, cause all it is, is you never find who you are. You never give yourself time. If you're hopping from relationship to relationship or using drugs, you're always masking the real problem. Right. And until you, until you figure out that real problem, and confront it. And like you said, you're going to think you, you conquered it, but then it, you're going to get fucking sit back, sat back on your ass and then you're right. going to do it again. And until you spend the time yourself going through it and figuring it out, you're never going to be whole. And that, in my opinion, is what makes two people good together. What makes relationships and marriages, the successful well, ones. That's you there's two the other that part like too, that. is if you jump, you're just bringing the old relationship into the new one. Right, you're replaying like your dysfunctional relationships, right. but I, I, it is a choice. But I think a lot of people don't. I think people feel like they're condemned by their circumstances a lot of times. Sometimes that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, I I personally believe that like 
you know, if you're if you're got you know two arms and two legs and you have your health, you you can make a lot happen. But I mean, there's a lot of places where there you know there it lacks a lot of inspiration. So some special people are like, I have a choice. I'm going to fix this. I mean, they could be nine years old. They're like, okay, how do we pay this phone bill? You know, and then you can like, that well, they got to pay the utility bill, mom, get up, you know, and they're, you know, that's, that's one unique, special, powerful person. But I think a lot of people are just like, oh man, like this is me and I don't have this and everybody else has that. Well, that's I'm just the kid, easy road. Man. And I feel like that's, that's that a recipe for, for, for success and some of my recipes missing. So they just throw their hands up right away. You know, dude, it's easier. It's like anything. It's easier. It's easier to feel sorry for yourself. It's easier to, right. to latch on to someone or something. Well, you know, right. It's just nobody's it, and it feels better. Right. It feel, and it feels better. If it, it, it feels better to like, if I'm hurting, it feels better for me to go, let's just talk people, for example, it feels better for me to go latch on to a girl and make her feel good about me than right. it does to sit in pain for six, but seven, eight months. Also, you know the, what I mean? The three of us here, I, I assume that I'm assuming here and I'm assuming out loud that we all love our personal alone time where we can just sit. Oh, I love my alone time. And just reflect and just sit and stew in your own shit. And get your mind right. Yeah. There's a lot of people. There's Jason, people that hate, hate it. No. They hate it. They fucking. Jason, can I ask oh, you something? What's up? Do you have, they don't uh, like themselves. What, what's everybody's preferred alone time? Oh, scenario? my God. <laughs> Without jacking off. Okay. Let's say you're done jacking off. And I got the rest Just of my go day. Just go to sleep. No. Off, and now I got the rest of my day. I took a nap. You know what I mean? What am I doing? Like, what's your, like alone like reflection scenario me personally um here like i said now that i'm finding myself again i'll go into the garage and i'll start rewriting the list of things i need to do to finish this race car uh i'll start writing more lyrics for the next album um you know i'll start planning things like i just picked up a trombone from a close friend for my daughter to start to play when she's also got my trumpet to play and then a flute as well planning for her You know, a lot of things. Um, Also reflecting and going to my mom's house and just sitting there in the chair that she used to sit in where her ashes are not even four feet away. You know, just a lot of stuff that's right great. now, you know? So that that's like my alone. Okay, I like that. And then, Ray, I, I, want, I want to circle back because I forgot to ask you in return. Uh, first of all, you know, mm-hmm. what is your per, like favorite reflection kind of scenario? But also, like, what are your poor coping habits? Like when like you're grieving, like, like what do you do? Like good boomerang. I was going to answer that anyway. Um, <laughs> I was trying to help you. Vegas. I go to Vegas. So first I get a brick of hair on fucking Tony Stark in Vegas. <laughs> and I go down to the border. Okay, but really. Uh, Vegas. Such a great place. Oh, fuck. My crutch is. So my, they've evolved over time. Initially, mm-hmm. when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I was in some pretty, I've always been in a fucking bad relationship, but my early relationships that were bad, mm-hmm. they were bad. <laughs> uh, I would drink and I would go sleep around is what I would do. Yes. When I was Classic. in my early, in my early, 
Yeah, that's what I would do, dude. I would drink a lot. I'd go out. I'd, I'd numb the pain with drinking. You know, I'd always be partying. Jay, yep. you fucking know. Drinking I was out from Tuesday, Tuesday to Sunday. I was out <laughs> drinking every day. I was bartending. I was there, I remember that right there with you. Yeah, that was that was how I, I matched my pain, right, dude. Oh man. Um, it has evolved into like my crutch now, and also my they're, they're one and the same. Like my my preferred alone time is I write a lot now, and it's not nice necessarily poetry or anything but i just i write that's it's kind of it's my it's my therapy it's very therapeutic awesome. for me so when i have when i have time i mean first and foremost is my son like my, i find all happiness in my son anything i'm doing if i have gavin around like just hanging out with him is is all i need amazing, ever man. you know what i mean that's all i ever fucking that's need i don't need a woman right yeah but when i'm by myself when he's with his mother or you know over there wherever and i'm by myself I write, man. Like I write, especially if I'm going through something. I see. I I tend to see that if I write it, if I write it out, so you write I out kind of like organizing your thoughts and almost like a. It's a yeah. A, and, a yeah I go back and read. It's a release. You're getting rid of it. Yeah, it's a release, man. And I go back and read some. Of, I read some of it. There's no like. Sometimes I write. I wrote. I've written poms and shit like that. Just whatever. Not to get all, just like, get it out. But sometimes I go back and, and read it, and it makes life, no fucking sense. Life. Zero sense. I, I, I've done something like that. <laughs> you just yeah. you're just spewing all your thoughts on the paper, man. It is very therapeutic to me to get it out because I'm literally it's like it, it's literally yeah. It's it's. It's taking it off of your chest and putting it somewhere nice. else. So it's kind of your ceremonial way of just expressing it, just dealing with out. it, and getting rid of it. You said yeah. ceremonial. I'm waiting Jay. for your fucking <laughs> how you get rid of it. <laughs> okay, so, so first I put on my nicest hotel robe, then I lay down flower petals and get out the hot oil. And I rub my hands together and look at that bad And then boy. text Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> no, just... Then I jack off so hard, I throw myself around the room, knocking down furniture and lamps. And once that's done, then I smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Actually, dude, for me, it's like uh, owning a dog has done, like, wonders for me. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like, it, it holds you accountable. But, like, it's also I, lo- I love to describe dog ownership as one of the great pleasure. It's like one of the reasons to be alive mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's well, you know solitude. What, man? People just huh? don't deserve dogs. No, they, they don't, don't deserve them. Dude, since the beginning, dude, we are, we, these two creatures are meant to be together. So, so much, but like having a dog, and I know everybody thinks their dog is the best, but my bulldog tuna is, is such a good natured dog. And it's truly solitude and companionship at the same time. So like, I like to take my dog out to the woods and just cut him loose. And like, I'm just in my thoughts. Sometimes I'm smoking a joint. Sometimes I'm not. And I just like, let him go. And like, I'll follow him around. Like he, he doesn't go far. Like he, he's not trying to run away. You let him be I, a I, dog. I exactly. And I think that's important, dude. Like you, people like let this dog in a cage or put this dog in a cage all day. And then they walk him once. And I'm like, dude, that's like prison. Like, yeah, it is. so uh, you have to keep them a little contained, but for me, it's like walking out in like being even like when I get too stressed, like I'll go camping in the mountains for like three, four dude, days, nature. dude. And it's like the yeah. solitude from people is such security. I can, by that second day, dude, I wake up, I'm making my coffee. I'm sitting by that mountain stream. Like I get up way earlier than everybody. It's totally obnoxious. I don't nature, nature heals. And for anybody who's ever feeling down, like if you're feeling yeah. down or like, oh, this is the end or whatever. It, 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 if you, it, dude, if you go, if you just go outside, if you just go and there's something like, if you just go outside and you just look up, cause a lot of people, when you're down, yeah. you literally down, like your head's down, dude. right? It's, it's a, 
Like your your whole body, you're slunched over. Your head's down. You're looking yeah. down most of the time when you're depressed. People are looking down. If you live, especially I'm in Cali, right? So I look out my window. I walk around. I literally on days that I'm feeling down, I literally just look up and you see mountains and just fucking palm trees. Like, yeah, dude, there's so much more to art, life than this tiny cabin. That shit out there yeah, is the, crazy, yeah. dude. Like yeah. I look at a mountain. Like when I go deep into the wilderness, and like I have gone days, and what I believe is farther than most people will go. I feel like I've reached an area that I've earned. That's like reserved for people that are like willing to do that. And you look at like a mountain, like a real fucking mountain, yeah. and I'm just like, man, this thing has been here for so long, and I am such an insignificant speck. And it, but it's like, comforting because all of your fucking... problems are insignificant, <laughs> and it doesn't though, even you know? look real. That's the crazy. No, you know, you know what, Matt? I'm, I'm going to disagree. Your problems—they're—they're they're very significant. They're very real to your individually. Like, you have every right to feel what you're feeling. Universe, right? I, yeah, no, no, if the system took a shit. You, all you got is nature. Yeah, yeah, dude. But you have every right to feel what you're feeling. You have every right to think what you're oh, thinking sure. and, and what you're going through. You have every right to do that. Right. But I get what you're saying. And I agree hundred percent. If you look at it in the grand scheme of things, like you're feeling overwhelmed. It really like there's yeah. so, like the world is so much greater and bigger and more just beautiful. There's so much out there. Dude, it's such that a you, like why place. focus on this one problem. If you just so open your mind, it's like, tra- it's like fucking, it's like traveling, dude. People who are from the U S never leave, who have never been outside of this fucking country. <laughs> don't know what the fuck it's a they're trip talking outside. about. I've lived in Indiana all my life. Yeah. And I think the gays should never get married. I'm by no means a world traveler. No, but I've been like, I've been to Costa Rica. I've been to Mexico. I've been to the, you know, the Bahamas and shit like that. And that is by the U S but even a, that, it's a big game changer. Your bro. whole perspective on fucking It's a big life. game changer because the energy there is different. People yeah. are different, man. The, like, the island energy. life is so slow. You're like, what is my problem? Why do I want all these people to hurry up? Like, <laughs> I need to relax. Europe. Like, you go to Europe, no one gives a fuck. Like, they're just like, you get two hour siestas in the middle of the day to go fucking. You go to watch the weather it is you're doing. on the news, and it's like some topless ass girl just giving you a weather rundown. <laughs> like, yeah, God. Wait. Nobody's talking about that. That's, that's what? Good God. That's Telemundo. No, where? <laughs> oh, treasure. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this went well. Left like a mother. It's, it's, it, may I remind you, I used to date a Telemundo uh, news reporter. I remember her. I yeah. stole her from a Chicago call. Fire soccer player. Oh, shit. Well, there was a time, bro. Gola Sola. <laughs> she was very Catholic. She was incredibly Catholic, so that, that ended quite quickly. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, well, I'm not going to Catholic church. She wanted to bring little kids into the mix, huh? It was just like, uh, <laughs> we were just very different people, dude. She was so beautiful, but like, I, I could just tell, like, first of all, like, and nothing bad on her. She's a wonderful person. I, I don't know where she is, right? I think she's in New York or something successful she's great but like people in the media annoy the living shit out of oh there ain't shit you can do or say around them without them being like i gotta watch what i'm doing like that's not if you say the phrase like i gotta get the scoop i'm like dude i'm gonna kick you in all of your teeth Uh... mind your business mind your fucking business all right this episode did not Touch on anything I wanted to talk bro, about. Nothing. Touch, I'll touch all over you, bro. <laughs> no, let me in your house. Touch, I'm, I'm going to touch all over you. No, no, no. Dude, it's life, man. We wanted to it talk is about life. life. Like, um, shit goes south, shit goes north. Sometimes. Keep your head up, people. Uh, at the end of the day, because 
it's always going to work out as long as you continue to keep your mind open to find the solution instead of shutting down. It's about perseverance, dude. I, I, I think the it real is, value to take away from this conversation is that, like, growth fucking sucks. Building character sucks. But bad shit happens. And also— And how you act, you get to look back on that. You have the memory of how you acted. You can't lie to yourself like that. Like, so the better you act and, and the, the more kind and caring you are, man, and just when you persevere and try to stay strong, we're all going to fuck up. Like, it, you, the longer down the road, it's it just, it gets easier. Like, hills right. and valleys shrink, and, you know. And also, with, with what we think we're going through that's the worst is minuscule to what people oh, are so really going through. Now. Good God, man. Who, who's to say none of us have gone through the worst it's going to get? Well, yet? for you us, it's all perception. Like, like like we've been saying, it's all yeah, perception. Yeah. Pe- people in the, yeah, exactly. Man. But it goes back to Jay. I mean, I think we've all been through some shit, not to, not to downplay anything that anyone's gone through here, but I, I can safely say you've probably gone through the most, right? Losing two parents. That's devastating. I can't imagine yeah, what dude, that shows, is. It also shows but, a half an hour of but, great parenting is more valuable than a lifetime of shitty parenting. <laughs> yes. And, but the moral, I think the whole theme of this is like the reason you're able and the reason you're here, dude, you're, you're here doing a podcast, sharing with people like you're, you're, you're the man, dude. You're, you're a great dude. You're the guy I always call when I have an Appreciate issue. It. Right. Don't call me. Um, <laughs> I call you. I call you when I need to laugh. Like when I need to laugh about it, I call. Well, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> when I need to, when I need to spill some guts, I'll call Jay. But <laughs> when I when I need to just feel better about it, let me call Matt. This is something funny. Um, <laughs> but, but Matt will also gives like, you some real shit that's actually funny. That's the cool part. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I actually, I actually do. I, you are probably the two people I do call. I mean, not probably. You are the two people I call. Point being is, the reason you are here standing, you're, you're being a great fucking father, raising a great girl, is because you know who you are, and you've been able to like go through some shit and find who you are without depending on anyone else. Like You know who you are yeah, to your core. That's the, the most powerful thing you know I, I mean? think a person can do. It's scary. Just through all people. that springs, you know? That scares people when they can't break you. They can feel it. Like when you are genuinely yeah. confident, man, it, it's they immediately know it. And if they're weak, like they just it scares the shit out of them. Submiss. And then there's a lot of people that will try to break you down. And and when it doesn't work, you watch mm-hmm. them just kind of fall to the wayside. Dude, there's a lot of ways to you know because like I I've basically worked for myself a, a lot of my life, mm-hmm. or I worked in bars or whatever. But what I've learned now in my new uh, kind of experience. It's like people will be nice to you in the beginning yeah, because you're not a threat yet. Nope. But then when you gain skill and all of a sudden they feel like you're catching on their heels, sometimes motherfuckers change. Oh, all know? the time. You got it right and on I the think, head. Yeah. And I think most, well, I'm not stupid. I, I just don't like to fucking like, I'll play stupid with people and I'll, I'll, I'll remember that shit. Like in my career, I don't feel the need to check them. Like I check my friends, like, yo, you're being a dick or something. I'm just like, okay, I'll remember you exactly how you are. And I don't, you don't trust motherfuckers outside your circle. You trust them to be themselves. Right. And watch them and watch them just keep proving themselves to you. Well, and that's it. And it's like, very, very rarely, very rarely do you find someone who's 
100% them authentic, their authentic selves when you first meet them for yeah. the first. And if you find that shit, hold very, on very, to it. Very, if you, find, that, if you yeah. find it, hold on yeah. to it. Dude, even if they're a little weird, I'll take that 100% honestly. I'll be like, dude, this right. is like way you're you're way more of a value to me (laughs) we're also in a different time period where there's an avatar on social media but we all are avatars anyway you know what i'm saying as just people in general where you wake up what you're saying there's two identities two fucking identities sometimes three Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so this shit is just crazy now oh my god dude dude Oh, everyone! Everyone's fucking perfect. Oh, dude, well, yeah, I, see, like that's the thing. Like, I don't like taking selfies. I've never used a I've filter never in done my it. life. Like, oh, dude, I'm more vain than you. I, I definitely <laughs> selfies. There'll be more selfies, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be perfect here. I don't. No. Even, I'm disciplined enough. I don't even want to be more disciplined. I'll, I'll partner up with somebody who's more disciplined than me. Like, I'm a concept guy. <laughs> No, that selfie, that selfie shit just weirded me out because it's you know I, I'm you know you oh guys you guys both know my thought process on these social media things and if you're willingly giving your facial recognition pictures every day and doing these filters and all that well, they stuff. got us with the old people face app didn't they Russia's Get, got us see? all and I never did it Ooh. I never oh, I definitely never did it. oh there's a selfie of me on <laughs> app on my Instagram bro. oh god <laughs> <laughs> I look like the old man in the seat just like oh this is what happens if I drink scotch every day between now and whatever this and never is. walk <laughs> yeah right it's so wrinkly dude no nah, but you know just life itself and It'll change you, but if you let it, for the worse, you can change yourself and let life give you things that'll change you to be a better person. And you take the shittiness out of it and turn it into something that you learned from. And it's really hard. Exactly right, dude. And you hit it right. Life, life is right. And it's is easy hard, to say life. that shit. Life is, yeah. is what it is, bro. Dude, life is hard. It's fucking. Oh, shit. It's gloomy. It's depressing. It's happy. It's laughing. It's crying. It's fucking being sad. It's being happy. And that's why it's beautiful as a right. whole, right? It's all of that. And you have to be able to do, endure all of it without getting too fucking huh? high. And and happiness isn't a destination. It's not like you reach one day. You're like, oh, finally, I'm happy forever. Here, it's the yeah. pursuit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's right. A, yeah. It's, it's little things. You know what I mean? You're always going to have, holy shit, this is my ending, my whole world problem. And these are my little problems. These are my next month problems. This is my today problem. Like that shit ain't going nowhere, man. And they're just going to yeah, And we're all going to do shitty things, but just don't purposely be I a mean, shitty I person. Never you know do I mean? shitty things or so, make yeah. mistakes. So. <laughs> all right i think that's a good place to fucking wrap it up yeah. you think that was cool all right and that's it for today i appreciate you guys listening make sure you're following on instagram it's at the words over ice show you can see our upcoming shows on there make sure you're subscribed as well on whatever platform you're listening to us on itunes spotify whatever just hit that subscribe button then if you have any comments for us any uh, suggested topics any of that email me ray at wordsovericeshow.com catch y'all next week